And we are live. That's live for us anyways. And you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour. And I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. Let's get it on. Let's go. I hope you know I'm for the tag. You know this cookie's for the bag. Kitty, kitty, baby, get her things to rest. Cause you done beat it like the 68 Jets. Diamonds and nothing when I'm rocking with ya. Diamonds and nothing when I'm shining with ya. Just keep it white and black as if I'm your sister. I'm too hip to hop around, time to hit with ya. I know I get wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I with you, all I get is wild thoughts. Wow, wow. <laughs> I get wild thoughts, wild, wild thoughts. If you listen to the last podcast, you'll see that I have some really wild thoughts. <laughs> Every now and then you got to do a podcast like the last podcast where you just, you know, wild out. You just get a little bit crazy. And uh, that one was interesting. At least my man it was good chilling with him, James Earhart. Right now, I'm all about August 26th. Hip Hops, Hooray, Music, and Beer Festival. It's going to be awesome, man. All kinds of local brewers, including Red Crow Brewing Company, which this podcast is based off of, Red Crow Brewing. Saturday, August 26th, from 2 to 6 p.m. Get your tickets at Eventbrite. Look for Hip Hops, Hooray, Beer Festival, August 26th. Get your tickets, man. Get your tickets in. It's going to be at the De Leon event space, Kansas City, Missouri. Check it out. De Leon event space, hip hops, hooray, music and beer festival, Eventbrite. Get your tickets, man. We're going to be there. It's going to be a good time. On this particular podcast, I am with my man, Woody Bonds, and it's just awesome. We're just hanging out, drinking some brewskis. And lo and behold, Chris from Red Crow Brewing shows up and ends up being a kick-ass time. Real quick, I wanted to talk about the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. It's the same day as Hip Hop's Hooray Beer Festival, so you could do your pre-gaming. I think it's a great plan to do your pre-gaming at the beer festival and then go on to watch the fight in wherever you are at your friend's house. I think they're showing that at the theater. Conor McGregor, Mayweather, it's going to be a really interesting, awesome fight. A little bit of controversy going into the fight. Pauly Malignaggi was sparring with Conor McGregor and had a lot to say as far as the camp when some photos got released. If you don't follow it that closely, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But if you've been watching the press conferences, some of them were epic, particularly the Toronto. If you haven't, the Toronto leg of the press tour was epic. It was awesome. So if you haven't had a chance to see that and you, you're going to uh, get yourself primed for the fight, watch the Toronto press conference because it's, it's awesome. And avoid the New York one, which was a total shit show, unless you just want to see what Connor was wearing because it was brilliant. But other than that... Uh, Real quick, my take on the Pauly Malignaggi thing is uh, there's a couple of things. What it showed was I 
Polly's a great analyst, and he, he does a really great job um, on breaking down the fights and doing round-by-round uh, round analysis of, of boxing. And I always picture him as a pretty truthful guy. And uh, I think he went into the camp uh, as a sparring partner for Connor with the mindset to help prepare him for this fight. Mind you, this could all be a publicity stunt. I doubt that it is. I think it was a legitimate breakdown in the relationship between Connor and Polly Malinaji as his sparring partner. My thing is that I think Polly's telling the truth. I think that uh, uh, Connor's a bit over his head in this boxing arena. And, you know, it's not that far fetched that that would be the case. You know, boxing has been around for over a hundred years in this country and the MMA is a fairly new sport. I think it's going it, to, and we're starting to see hints of where the sport is going, but it's still very much in its infancy. Whereas boxing's, you know, had some time to mature and to close that gap, to jump from one sport to the another is insane. It's just going to, it's not going to work out, even though I feel that Connor's probably one of the smartest fighters that Mayweather's ever faced, except for the exception of uh, De La Hoya. De La Hoya was also a very intelligent fighter. So I think he's going to able to close the gap somewhat. But in the end, if any indication of how the sparring sessions went with Paul and Malinaji, it just even further solidifies my thought that Mayweather's not only going to win this fight, but he's going to kick his ass. It definitely pains me to say that as I'm a way bigger fan of Conor McGregor than I am of Money Mayweather. I'm not a fan of Mayweather at all, but one of the things that makes me want Mayweather to win is that I find the MMA fans completely obnoxious at this point, even more so than Mayweather. You know, the lack of respect for a sport that's been around as long as it has and the thought that somebody's going to just jump in and beat one of its greatest champions is far-fetched and arrogant. And so the arrogance of the MMA fans, that's the only reason I want Mayweather to win is just so that they can have a better respect for a sport that I think that they've totally think is a shit show and is boring as fuck for this new generation of people that are watching fight and you know i come from both i've seen the birth of mma from its earliest beginnings with the first few ufc champions to where it's went where it's gone and uh right now you know to be quite honest it's in a little bit of turmoil i don't see it as the behemoth that it was right before the sale. And so I think it will be an interesting fight. You know, it sucks because Mayweather does not have knockout power, but uh, Polly has made reference to uh, Connor not being able to take body punches. If there is a stop in the fight, it will probably be due to body punches. But uh, all around, this is kind of a clown show. And hopefully it turns out more entertaining than I think it's going to be. But it just looks like another big payday for uh, Floyd and also a money grab for Connor. Even though I think if he was somehow to pull it off, he'd probably become one of the greatest 
fighting champions we've seen in all time. But that is not going to happen. At any rate, let's get into the podcast. And we are live. What's going on, man? I'm here with Woody and Chris. I'll, I'll let uh, Woody introduce himself first, and then Chris can introduce himself. So, Woody, what's what's going on, man? What's going on, man? How you doing, Ruben? <laughs> good, I've, good, bro. I've been, I've been I'm kind of excited. I've been waiting to be able to do this for a long time, but I wasn't I, I wasn't I wasn't, uh, I wasn't uh, cool enough to. Uh, to, to be with my boy Ruben, so that's but right. Now, but, but now, <laughs> now I'm cool. Now I'm cool. So, so yeah. So yeah. How's everybody doing out there? You know, I'm uh, like I said, I'm excited to be able to talk to him and you know and uh, you know have a conversation with Red Crow. You know, just about you know, just about everything. You know, so yeah, I'm excited to be here too, man. And so we have you, uh, Chris. Chris, wants you? What what is your last name, man? Uh, Chris Roberts, um, and I am the head brewer and co-owner at Red Crow Brewing Company. So I won't be as near as long-winded as Woody uh, until I get a few more beers than me. Woody's my publicist, so I typically <laughs> defer any kind of PR relationship goes through Woody first. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I need Woody. That's why I need Woody. Before you run out, stop it, brother. Yeah, so I was super excited to um, – finally get a chance to taste some red crow beers i'm not sure if i had at festivals i can't you know i don't recall i don't not sure if i had but i hadn't made it out to the brewery i definitely know that and so i was really excited when i saw you here man and that was a surprise that woody uh sprung on me man so we're actually drinking uh one of your beers right now this one was called sybil is that right uh yeah the sybil is uh one of our rotating beers it's kind of a brewer's choice um, we name all our beers after influential women in our lives, and so instead of having to come up with a name each and every time we make just a one-off beer, um, we decided to call it Sybil. And we get a, a lot of people that don't understand where that comes from, but it's from the Sally Field movie from we had to watch, I remember, in high school, <laughs> in high school psychology about the lady with split personality. So every time it comes out, it's different. Um, if it ever gets to the point where that beer warrants, you know, coming back one or, once or twice after that, it, then she gets a name. So until then, it's Sybil variant or version X, Y, or Z. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a cool idea, man. So and man, that was a welcome brewski. That was my first beer of the day, and uh, you know, um, I have, you know, we just had that big uh, storm that just hit Kansas City, so. Man, I don't know about you guys, but that stuff hit my neighborhood pretty pretty hardcore. So I've been busy just running around doing all that stuff with uh so yeah, that's a welcome brewski right there. Uh power went out um for forty eight hours, then just staring at my uh my mom in my basement, so but was drinking beers. I got managed to get in a chug. Uh, so I spilled half the beer on me, but I still was able to get the chug. But, yeah, so cool. Uh, Sybil, because multiple personality, because it changes all the time. That's a cool idea, man. And so uh, some of the other beers that you have that are named after influential uh, women, what are what are some of the other beers that you guys have? that? So right now, ones that actually have names. So we have our core beers. So we have five core beers that we try to have on tap all the time. That doesn't really work out so well for us right now because we're pretty pretty busy. Um, but we have Isabel. Isabel's our flagship beer. It's a Belgian blonde. It's named after Missy's grandmother. Uh, we have Donna. That's our American wheat beer. Um, we use a little uh, orange peel in, and then we use Mandarin Bavaria hops in it, just a slight bit. Uh, that's named after my grandmother. 
Uh, we have Elaine, who's our that's our right porter. Uh, she's named after my other grandmother on my father's side. Uh, then we have Francis, who is Misty's uh, grandmother, and then we have uh, Louise, who is Misty's other grandmother. And then, as far as like our um, uh, seasonal beers go, sorry. Sorry, Francis is pale ale and Louise is IPA. I, my other publicist here, Misty, my wife. We so might be talking to she She's <laughs> making sure he doesn't miss anything. Man. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, no. This is this is her area of expertise is talking to other people. <laughs> I'm like, if you need nerd stuff, that's me. If you need like really good conversation, you talk to her because mine's pretty boring. <laughs> um, we also have our our uh, all of our uh, seasonal beers, and we have Elizabeth, which is uh, it's a uh, spring, it's a saison. Um, we use a little galaxy in that. I really like that beer. It's a session style saison. Um, that's actually a family uh, name for us. It's actually my, my sister, my mom's middle name. Then we have, um, trying to think, we have Nord Jane, who is, uh, that's our summer seasonal, which is actually coming out on Saturday. It's a blood orange wit. Um, that's named after, that is named after my, my wife's mother's grandmother. Uh, we have Anne, which is our, our, Fall beer, which is a German uh, alt beer, and that's actually named after my beautiful and lovely wife. Uh, that's her middle name. And then we have Margaret, which actually, Margaret is Louise's awesome. uh, given name. Margaret is awesome. Margaret is. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but Margaret the, is The awesome. person or the beer? Um, I, Both. I don't know the person, but I know the beer. <laughs> She's pretty awesome, too. Yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> so, and I almost forget, we have Loretta, which is one of our new beers that may become a regular. We might go to a sixth. Um, a six core beer. It's a we call it a, a Kansas lager. So it's actually some of the stuff that's in it is no longer available. So we might be tweaking it just a little bit. Um, but we're actually really happy the way it turned out. A little more more Dortmunder exporty than German Hellas. But <laughs> that's awesome. What did you want? You were gonna say something, man? No. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were looking at me like you wanted but, but, to say but, something. But yeah, but actually though, you know, if 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 you want to see a beautiful place go go to red crow because like the outside area is like breathtaking i mean it's amazing you know and 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 these these two really good people and it's and 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 they're a lot of fun so so you gotta you gotta go if you haven't been to red crow and and even if you have been just go go have a beer right on man and actually my daughter's name is isabella and i know the beer is isabelle but yeah my daughter's name is isabella for you said it was a blonde Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, and and, and, I, and they do have that here today. My my wife has to probably has to get a little taste of that, even though she's not really drinking. So, right on. And uh, so, are and these you? What do you want to talk about? What you have going on? I, I want to definitely ask you. You got hip hop or hip hops array? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip hip hops array. It's uh, you know, and and, and it the hip hops is in the name. You know, but 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 we just we just want to do, you know, a, a festival, you know, with really good beer and uh, you know, like I said, it says hip hop's in it, but you know, we, we want to kind of do, you know, hip hop and you know, maybe maybe throwing a little R and B, maybe throwing a little, you know, blues and stuff, you know, just 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 you know, uh, the genres around hip hop, you know, and um, you know, we, we want to do hip hop in an elegant way, you know, I mean, as far as you know. Uh, past appetizers and you know just just uh you know g- give everybody a real nice you know different experience and yeah and, and just like hip hop that encompasses right a lot of different things you know so hip hop 
rock, jazz, blues, you know, you, I've even hip hop songs that mix classical stuff in there. So yeah, I, I get what you're talking about when you're just saying, but you know, just hip hop in itself is just a, and I, I think it's pretty crazy that, you know, I haven't heard of a, you know, uh, another festival that's had that kind of a theme. So I think it's an excellent idea. Yeah. Well, also you see beers that are kind of named after different hip hop songs and things like that, you know, so that it's definitely there, you know, and you go to yeah. different breweries and they're playing it in the backgrounds of breweries and let liquor stores and all that stuff. So I yeah. think it's interesting that no one's done that before. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I, I think maybe a lot of that is, you know, for a very long time, I think hip hop, you know, overall has gotten a bad rep, you know, just, just yeah, with, no pun intended. Uh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, just Rap's with, not a bad rap. Yeah, right, no, right, 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 right. You know, just with all the, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, there has been a lot of things that have happened around, you know, hip hop, you know, and I, I think, I think hip hop is just, is, is kind of misunderstood. You know, I, I mean, I think it, it's one of those things to where hip hop, it's it, it's it's a voice for a you know I mean for a generation I mean it's one of those things that we're like you you know you could live you know in, in in you know the rural areas of you know somewhere in Kansas you know and you know there's some type of hip hop or some song that's hip hop that speaks to you you know I mean it, it's just uh, I, I think it's just one of those things where I think people. You know, people, people just, you know, just, you know, go back to relaxing and, and, you know, listen to a little hip hop and, you know, like the new hip hop. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's not, it's not quite as appealing to me, you know, I mean, but I mean, I'm, I'm 36 years old, so. Yeah, you know, that's because you're getting old. Dang, <laughs> dang kids! Uh, man, Get off like, my lawn. Why, why not bring this dude over here with that mess? <laughs> No, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's interesting. But, you know, no, I think um, it's so mainstream. I get surprised sometimes when um, I'll be working with somebody, you know, uh, like uh, friends of mine that I know through beer that will, like, I'll work with, like, Liberty on houses and stuff and the music that those guys are playing. I'm like, oh, man, you like this this song? You know, and it, it just yeah. – uh, it's kind of surprising, you know, how popular and you, there's even, you know, funny stuff that comes up like on movies like Office Space or something like where they'll, yeah. they'll throw on <laughs> these guys will be listening to like like Ghetto Boys or something like that. Yeah, to be a gangster. Yeah. Okay. So it definitely has, you know, universal appeal. And, you know, and by this time, you know, a lot of those guys that, you know, used to be so crazy that you like in the 90s, you thought they were, you know, like they were like, uh you know, public enemy number one, right? Across the, some of the the artists that were portrayed yeah. as such, right? And yeah. then, now they're like on children's shows, you know, like uh, Ice Cube. Like that's one that kind of jumps out at me. Like yeah. Ice Cube used to be a very serious dude, you know, like a serious yeah. artist. Now he's like, uh, you know, like road trip movies and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. See, see, that could... see, and that's the, see, and that's the thing. That's the thing that I love <laughs> the most about hip hop is that. I mean, you could take somebody like Ice T, Ice Cube, that's another Andre, one, Dre, and you know, and and watch these guys evolve. You know, evolve from maybe you know gangsters to you know to fathers, and you know, and 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 to you know businessmen. You know, because you know, I, I think I love that because you know nobody saw that coming. You know, everybody thought that these guys would be you know dead or in jail. You know, and these guys were they were just businessmen you know and some of these hip-hop artists are genius they're geniuses and and i don't think that 
they necessarily get the credit for, you know, for what they've done, you know, and not just for hip hop, but for music overall. Oh yeah, you for know? sure. And, and, and that, and that, that that's kind of why, you know, this festival is, you know, it's actually my dream, man. I mean, you know, I, I've that's always awesome, dreamed bro. to be able to, you know, have, you know, go, go to a festival and listen to hip hop music and to be able to drink really good beer with, you know, with this beer community, you know, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I love, you know, Kansas city's beer community. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's up and down sometimes, but you know what though, whenever people are in need, you know, that that's when you get to see that, you know, you know, our, our beer community is like a, a second family. And I think that, you know, you don't get that in other places. No, man, you really hit on it. And, you know, I love that you said that because, you know, um, we're sitting here with a, a guy whose whose dream is to you know brew beers you know and he has he's goes and when you nailed it with that dream thing because you know uh, a lot of people might think oh it's just another festival or somebody just wants to do a fest man when you said it like that I just love the passion that you know the way you said that you know like and um, I love the the passion of of opening up a, a brewery and. and naming the beers after special people in your life, you know, and, and, and the females. And I just thought that was such a great thing, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I think you nailed it. Like, we're not, you know, people, we're not just talking beer here. We're, it's a business. It's a family business. It's a dream. Yeah. This thing that you're you're doing, you know, all of your friends together, the beer community, bringing in Red Crow, we're, we're sitting here talking about it. It's a, a culmination of a lot of dreams. And, you know, we're, we're all kind of, part of this journey together even me like wanting to do my podcast stuff and having you guys just sitting here talking to you guys you know i mean it's uh it's uh very cool to me to be able to do that so yeah man i I love that you nailed it like that and you're absolutely right you know sometimes i get on the podcast and i'll be um talking about you know btkc or beer chug you know like critically and stuff but you know down when it comes down to it, you're absolutely right, man. That that group does come together for, you know, special cause, causes or to help, you know, certain uh, people in the community out or just even support of local businesses. Yeah. You know, yeah. there, there is a lot of that still, you know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes I give them flack for, you know, all of the posts from outside beer that they're posting and they're not posting yeah. enough local shit. Yeah, and that's there. And that's yeah. there. That is there. I, that, that's, that's, that's accurate. You know, I mean, it's... it's you know, it's, 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 it's very accurate, you know, um, and, and I'll be honest, I'm, I'm guilty of it too at times, you know, um, you know, I, I mean, I know that there's times to where, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll go to a liquor <laughs> store and I'll look at something and I'm like, man, I know that I love it, but I'm like, you know, this beer is really rare. And, you know, if I don't get it now, I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to get it, you know, but, it's, 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 it, but it's one of those things where sometimes, you know, as as a as a craft beer fan, you got to just take a minute and say, you know what? Let, let me let me go back to what I love, regardless of whether or not it's gonna whether or not it might sit on the shelf for six months, or whether or not whether or not I could go to a, a Red Crow and and get it. You know what I mean? Because it's one of those things where you you're missing out on a lot of a lot of really good beer because you're going after something that you like. It's rare. You know, and like I said, I do it. 
I do it. You know, I, I mean, I'm guilty. So, you know, and I'm, and I'm sure people that's listening right now is like, I didn't see Woody post some tree house. <laughs> I didn't see him do this. And, and I, I do it, you know, and, and it's just, it's just, like I said, it's like, like we talked about even before this was on here, it's human nature for you to want something that you can't get. But at the same time, take a step back and go get something that you love that, that that you might be able to sit down and have a conversation with the person that's brewing the beer. I mean, that's that's big to me. I love that, you know, to be able to, you know, sit with Chris and Misty, you know, and and drink their beer and, you know, maybe not even just talk about the beer, just talk about craziness because, you know, well, I know Chris and I are crazy. <laughs> Let's get crazy. You know, so, you know, you, you know I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want to call, call his wife crazy or anything, but, you know, Chris is crazy. Nah, no. Nah. No, well, I think we're the crazy. We have three kids, and you guys only have one. So. <laughs> I've, I've got three kids too, man. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Why you hate on Ruben, man. <laughs> what's uh, what's on? How how long have you been in in business now? Uh, 21 months. So we haven't even hit our two year mark yet. Wow, and, man. Yeah, and we actually had a meeting today. We're now writing a new five year plan because we've already eclipsed our previous five year plan. That's awesome, man. That's what awesome. what? And this is probably a loaded question. What is it that? Um, what are some of the things that you've learned? You know, throughout this process, like oh, starting, it. like I know, right? I mean, it, uh, is that too? Is that too? No, I don't have that. You, you don't have enough of podcast time on that. <laughs> well, some um, of the big things were like the aha moments, like wow, man, that's a, or something that maybe, um, like you think that, like, because anytime you tackle something like that, right, it's gonna make you, it's gonna give you skills or 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 an insight that you would have never had previously, you know. So some of those big ones for you that you were just like, wow, man, I could really, you know, even if. You know, I, and I'm sure it's, I mean, going to pan out, but, you know, it's something that you could use in other aspects of your life or something, you know. I think I think Misty would want to answer that question because I think she. Yeah, she's over there nodding. She, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, we've learned a ton. In all honesty, in all honesty. Keep it real, get them. I, I legitimately, part of, part of the whole thing is, like, I knew it would be a lot of work, but I kind of thought somewhere in the back of my head, like, I'd be responsible for the majority of everything that goes on on a day-to-day basis. You know, like Missy was a stay. I was, you know, I worked full time. Missy was a stay at home mom, and I kind of thought she would have like some, you know, part of it. But I thought it would be more just kind of transitional stuff, like day to day. But no, and I'll, I've said this before: if it wasn't for Misty, we would be out of business. Because <laughs> she does. I mean, I'm in the back brewing the beer, and I'm, you know, slinging kegs and moving grain and doing this and that. But at the end of the day, she's doing all the heavy lifting. She's taking care of. The IRS stuff for our employees, the tax stuff, this wow. stuff. I mean, it's like her day it is – she probably gets more accomplished in her day working in an eight-hour shift than I do in a 12-hour shift. Um, yeah, as far as my side goes, it's and, basically <laughs> just – yeah. It's <laughs> and she's not – she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. No. <laughs> like, uh, in, in my, like I, I had a good idea. I mean, we the nice thing about brewing is it's, it's not really like – competition like if you're gonna open a bar you don't go to the bar down the street and be like hey buddy how would you do this whereas i know i could call up you know marco at high noon that's or another strange Nick over yeah. at uh you know martin city and be like hey i got a question man and he'd be like oh yeah we do this and like would yeah. not hesitate to give you an answer you know and a legit answer and we've and that's a common theme with a lot of brewers that we've talked to is that that uh community that's not really um 
that's that's an anomaly in other businesses. Like, yeah. you know, like, what do you want? Trade secrets, yeah. man? What are you talking about? Yeah. But when brewing, it's like you guys go and hang out with each other and tell each other what you guys are doing and what works for you and what didn't. I just find that so fascinating. You know, and it still gets competitive at times. But for the most part, you know, a pretty uh, collaborative effort between the brewers and, and uh, for the most part, you know, and I, I have seen that. And yeah, just a follow-up question for you. Did you anticipate that you would be doing as much as you're doing? Uh, no. Not, <laughs> no. I didn't think it would be a 70-hour-a-week job. I thought I would, I really did. I agree with Chris. I thought I would be there a few hours a day, help with a few things, and then I would go home and take care of the girls. Um, but, like, today I was, just to see how my day would go, I was, trying to keep track of every single thing I did all day. So I could just see how much actual like free time I had <laughs> during the day. And it was like two hours where I wasn't doing something with the brewery. Even when we were at dinner, like I got four texts, three phone calls from the brewery because we're open tonight. And then when we were on the way here, I got another text and another phone call. And then when we were sitting in the driveway, I got another text and another phone call. And I'm like, Gosh. <laughs> and they weren't from me saying that we were late. <laughs> no, no. So, I mean, like, it, it is a lot more. I, and I've told Chris this before, not to, like, complain or anything, but just that I do the job <laughs> of, like, four people. Like, I'm like, I literally could hire three more people and keep them completely employed for 40 hours a week. Like, yeah, keep, they'd be completely busy for the whole time. It's just, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, so when you hear like, because, you know, it's the dream of, you know, you guys are living the dream of so many aspiring brewers, right? I hear it all the time. And, you know, anybody who gets into brewing has that in the back of their head that they're one day going to open the doors to their own brewery. And so when you when you guys hear people, you know, uh, communicate that, uh, what are some of the thoughts you have about people tackling that beast? Do you think... Uh, you know, if they knew as much, they wouldn't, or or do you like incur like yeah, they definitely should, or what are your thoughts on when you when you hear like people say that they want to one day do what you guys are doing? You, you mind if I kind of chime in? No, go for it. So, so, so what do you like? Got a brewery yet, man? No, I, I, no. no, no, I, 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 I got a house and a car and a dog. That's it. No, I'm sorry, I got a family. No, no, I got a family too. Uh, you know, but but well, I guess the reason why I, why I wanted to chime in is because. You know, I've actually had, you know, that same conversation with the with these two, you know, just about my future, you know, and, um, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, high knowledge. And it's, it's one of those things where I, I got a lot of information from from them because, I mean, they're doing everything right. You know, I mean, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody else or saying it. People are doing things wrong, you know, but I, I just based on the conversations that I had from them, you know, they're doing things right. And, and they really don't have a problem, you know, you know, talking to me about everything that, that they got going on, you know, and, that, and, and that's a that's a big thing to have, you know, even even if you're just doing just like a festival or, or any anything, anything that involves craft beer, it's a it's, it's a big deal to have these two people, you know, in your corner, you know, so I, I'll let them finish. I just had to throw that in there. So yeah, <laughs> no, thanks, that's awesome, man. Um, I was going to say, absolutely. I would tell them to go for it because if it's your dream, you should absolutely go for it and, you know, make the best of it. Um, I would also tell them if you have any questions, feel free to come ask, um, reach out to the other brewers in the community because it, it, it is, 
it is different than, and I think patrons find it really hard to believe that we all can get along and help each other out. Um, but it's what I love the most about what we do. Um, so I would tell them to do it. I would, I would also have the disclaimer that it is a lot of work. Yeah. When I think about it, I mean, I, I've brewed like two batches of beer, just messing around like one on a, what everybody gets that Christmas gift thing. And I was just amazed at how, um, much I didn't want to do that. <laughs> like, yeah, I just put this thing in my refrigerator and wait for like I don't know how many months, and then, and then, so no, no, and then just thinking of it on a large scale, like it boggles my mind. Like, why would someone tackle, you know, chemistry, water, you know, uh, construction, you know, taxes, and uh, it, and then you throw in maybe possibly a food element, you know, it, it just, yeah, it boggles my mind, you know, the complexity of that kind of an operation, you know? So yeah, for me, I just, I, I think I, I just get tired, you know, I think about, you know I mean, like, I'm like, I'm amazed at, you know, the, the amount of people that have that dream, you know what I mean? Because it, to me, it does seem like, you know, a big beast to tackle, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and just, just kudos to you guys for doing that. Thanks. You, you know, and just being just being around a few of them, it's a you can tell that they have that that all of them have a passion for it. I mean, you have to have a deep for sure for something like that, you know, because it's one of those things where why, why are you going to put it, put a beer out there that you're not passionate about? You know, and that's that's all that's all of them. I mean, why why would you brew beer if you're not passionate about it? And I, and I think that's what that's what draws me to. Um, to to the local breweries because you literally get to see the passion as you drink the beer. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's nice sometimes to drink the beer and to see the person looking at you, seeing you know, you know, because they want to know how, what right. you think about it. You know, and and it's you know, and I, I think that that's great. You know what I mean? And and it's it's even better when you drink something and you're like, man, this is fantastic. You know, that's that's what you know, and to be able to see the look on someone's face whenever you can you can truthfully tell them how much you love their beer you know that's that's i mean that's big to me you know i I love that and i think that you know that's something that you know everybody should kind of you know take in consideration when you know when like i said when they do decide to go get a beer somewhere you know go go to where you can go to where you can you know you know the brew the you know the brewer can see you know look on your face you know that's that's a I, i mean i mean i'm sure that's a big thing for them you know i mean I don't, I mean, that, that's just, that's just me from, from yeah. being on the other side of you guys, you know? Right. I mean? It's, uh, that is another side of it. Um, I would say is you have to be passionate to do it because it definitely is, like you said, a lot of work. And so if you aren't, if you don't really have the passion in it, when you're doing it, I had a customer the other day told me, came up to me and he goes, I just wanted to say thank you to you guys for brewing this beer. He's like, I did my first homebrew batch. He's like, that was ridiculous. I waited, I waited a month and a half, and I got twenty beers because I spilled half of it on the floor. And he's like, I'm just gonna keep coming here and drink beer. He's like, I'm not doing that anymore. And I was like, he didn't even make it through like a small batch before he was just like done. He was like, and it wasn't even that good. And he's like, that's just a lot of chemistry. And I was like, it is. It's. I think there's a lot more that goes into it sometimes than people realize. But the passion has to be there to push through how challenging it can be. Um, but I was going to say, kind of touch on what Woody said a little bit, is, um, yes, it is nice to see your patrons react to your beer. Um, 
good or bad. I mean, and that's a part about craft beers. I no, we don't expect everybody to like all the beers we brew. I mean, I'm not a huge IPA fan. I can appreciate Louise for being a good IPA, but I don't sit there and drink it. Um, and I, so I can appreciate that when other people are like, I don't like IPAs. I'm like, that's totally fine. Let's find something you do like. Um, but the other side to being a brewer is the criticism. You get a lot of criticism and you have to be able to take it because it, at the end of the day, as long as you're proud of your work and you know, you've, your, your, your recipe, you know, matches up to what you were trying to put out there. I think, you know, that's, you just, you gotta have that confidence, I guess, and, and passion. I think it really it probably just comes back to passion, like being passionate about what you're doing and then just. The thing about criticism that, you know, and this is just human nature is that, uh, is, um, we, I, and it, you were talking about psychology. I was reading this. That I, I can't recall what the reference was, but basically we remember, you know, for every bad thing that we hear, uh, it counteracts five good things that are said about you, you know, and I just, you know, when, when, you know, it's, if someone is critical, I think, you know, it, sometimes it's hard to remember the five people that just love your shit, you know what I mean? And so, you know, it, it's just human nature to focus in. And this is even for the audience out there that's listening or whatever, you know, when somebody gives you that bad criticism, you know, just take him and, and it might help you, you know, see a blind spot that you might not. And some people are just being trolls or being an asshole or whatever, especially if it's an anonymous, you know, thing that they're posting or whatever. But, you know, take that with a grain of salt if you think they're just trolling you and, you know, just being an asshole because, you know, for those five, there's a ton of people that are, love your stuff, you know, and it's hard, sometimes hard to think of those people when you're focused on that one jerk, you know what I mean? And a lot of times we focus in on those, you know, jerks. I mean, they're just so easy and it's human nature to you know, uh, focus in on the bad, because like I said, it takes five good things to counteract that one good thing that's said with most people, you know what I mean? So just something to think about, man, when you're taking criticism, like let it either show you a blind spot or just realize that there's a ton of people that really do like your stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, and that's, and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, just, just in my life in general, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, if you got trolls or if you got, you know, people that's, you know, bashing anything that you're doing, you know, that, that just, I mean, that just means that you're relevant, you know, I, I mean, that just means that you're relevant enough for someone to, nice. you know, to, 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 you know, to, you know, to come at you, whether, you know, I mean, whether they're right or they're wrong, you know, I mean, they're thinking about you, yeah. <laughs> they got yeah. you on their, they got you on their mind, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and my thing is though, too, I always feel like, you know, the, the 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 one thing that I would say about the uh, uh, our craft beer community that 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 I that I that I just that I I don't I don't know if I think it's terrible or I, it's just it's just something it's just something it's oh, just thank not you. really the way that not also not always the way that I do things you know mm-hmm. but you know the, good or bad there's always a way to say things. You know, if, if if you yeah, put some if, thought if, behind if, it, man. Yeah. You know, don't just fire off some shit. Right, right, right. And, and and if you're gonna say, if you're gonna if you're gonna like bash somebody's beer or say something about somebody's beer, have a, have a have a little bit of respect for for that person. Not even just beer, just anything. If you got something bad to say about somebody, have a have have a little respect. You know, I I think that I think that 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 um, you know um. Our, our nation has been so censored for so long that now 
people kind of feel like they have a chance to kind of just just go off, just and go shit. off and go ballistic. <laughs> and it's one of those things that we're, you know, what I, I, I get it. You know, being censored, I, and and you know, I, I get it. But it's one of those things that where, you know, ha- having respect for others, it goes it goes a long way. Having respect for someone's beer, it 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 goes a long way because you can say something, and I mean, because what you should be trying to do when you talk when you say something bad about somebody's beer is you should be trying to help them to give maybe give them some advice or or, or or better their beer. So by going off on their beer, that's not really helping them. You know, all, all that's really doing is, is, you know, I mean, for some, I mean, that's, you know, it, it, it's, it's probably just crushing them and crushing their beer, you know? So it's just, you know, if, 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 if you really want to do something to help somebody out beer wise, just, you know, I, I mean, you know, Tell them which maybe what you think that you know could make their beer better, or you know, or or, or just or, you know, but but be be a little more respectful about it at times, you know. And I, I totally get what you're saying, but I, you know, and and even it doesn't even just have to be about beer. Like even like like this podcast, like I was telling you guys how the last podcast I did, I just you know posted like some crazy late night rant that I did with my friend or whatever, you know, and I knew that there would be some people that were like, Oh man, that last podcast, you know, sucked or whatever. And that's fine. Uh, but some people are in, are just going to be like, like if it's a specific constructive thing, then it's cool. Like, Hey man, I I'd noticed this. And you know, maybe if you tweak, if it's coming from a place of knowledge, they understand something and maybe they are actually being helpful. You know, that's different than, some dude just behind his computer just sweating, you know, just like – and a lot of times that's just coming from a place of, you know, hurt on their stuff or they're not. You know, their their stuff is all messed up or someone, you know, crapped on them or something, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, that kind of criticism, if it's coming from a place like that, it's pretty self-evident, you know what I mean? Like if somebody's just being a jerk, you just think like – Either someone's done that to them or they're not completely happy with, with their shit or maybe they weren't successful in an endeavor that was similar or something like that. You know what I mean? Because I, I do know there's a lot of those dudes, too, that think, you know, just because they, they made a brew one time that won something that, you know, they think that they could just launch a whole career out of it. And because they hadn't, they feel like they could become like the, you know... uh critic of of beer you know because right. the yeah. critic of all beers and shit because they one time won a yeah. bronze in the you know beer festival or something you know what i mean and we yeah. we kind of see that stuff because i mean we because being a, a business owner you've got to kind of try to manage all your social media and i mean we have facebook and we have twitter and uh, untapped is and i love untapped and what we general like what i typically use it for now is kind of to judge kind of what direction we're going in so long as you know it's kind of like a sensor free forum so that if you know you were putting out beer you know and we don't have a big staff so i can't have someone going out to a bar just a random bar and ordering a beer and tasting it there so kind of untapped is kind of our out in the field quality control you know and so you kind of get that the ebbs and flows of that but then you also get kind of the jackal on there that uh <laughs> tastes like coffee i hate coffee like I'm like, yeah I'm like, well, coffee, you, yeah. I, I hate dark i hate porters and stouts well why did you order it uh, yeah you know and then a, give it and give it like a zero rating i'm like i'm like hey i don't like hitting myself in the head with a hammer so you know what i don't do hit myself in the head with a hammer yeah you know, i don't i don't i don't do that kind of thing 
That's awesome because I, I like uh, habanero scoping. Habanero scoping is one of those beers that you either you love it or you just totally hate it. You know, right. and I get it. You know what I mean? But the number one complaint that I see about habanero scoping and that's that Ballast Point beer. It's there. too spicy. Yeah, is it? Yeah, that it's too. Hot. And I'm like, right. habanero is like one of the hottest chilies, yeah. like like on the planet. You know, it used to be, you know. Pretty up there now. They got all these variants and shit yeah. like ghost peppers, ghost pepper. and, yeah, these like and, crazy and, psychedelic chilies. But yeah, so habanero is pretty damn hot. You well, know what I mean? It is. It, it, it is. And I actually, I had a friend of mine <laughs> that gave me a habanero scalp, and he was like, "It's." He was like, "I don't even know how old it is." You know, he was like, "But you know, you can take it with you." You know, and I said, "I said, all right, cool." The hops are faded, so you it's know? extra spicy. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I mean, it was. It, I mean. It was a thousand degrees in that thing, man. I mean, it was so hot, man. And it was it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm like, who in the hell drinks this? Because it's so hot, you know. And then I got a fresh one. I'm like, that shit ain't hot, man. What is? I'm like, I'm like, you know. So so yeah, it's, it's crazy how you know the hops, you know, affected the heat, you know. So it, it and I actually I, had, I actually had an extra. One of the old ones, and I, I just injected it into some turkey because I'm like, it's too hot to be putting. It's too hot to be drinking that. I was like, man, that stomach was boiled up, and I was like, that ain't cool, you know. That's but I, awesome, man. But I think that's one of the biggest things too is when you talk about kind of critiquing, you know, or criticizing other beers. You know, critiquing is giving good feedback. You know, if there's something wrong with it, you'd be like, ah, maybe you, you know, maybe something went awry here, because you know, I've been a Kansas City beer meister for God forever, uh, and I've done several of their events, and that's what you do. You don't, you know, someone pours their heart and, heart and soul into a beer, sends it to a festival, they want feedback, and what they don't want is, your beer sucks. They want constructive feedback. If it if it truly is bad, you need to tell them what's bad about it. You know, you need to have that, you know, breadth of knowledge to be able to say, okay, this is... Uh, what's wrong with it? It may have been these things, not as, actually assuming that what they did was wrong. But there's been a ton of beers that I'm like, hey, this isn't my style, but I really enjoy this kind of beer. And I think that's the way it should be. It's like, you know, Woody, when Woody first got here, it was like, hey, I'm going to go get some beers. And he said, I know no sours for you because that's just not my style. But I won't hesitate to try it's a sour a damn beer. Shame. It's a damn shame. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try. If you, if like you say, hey, you want to try this? I'll ask you what it is. And if you say it's a sour, I was like, all right, just give me a little bit. Yeah, it's all subjective, man. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean that it sucks. So that's what I always find. Absolutely. That, like if somebody just says, oh, yeah, that sucks or, or that that's a shitty beer. I'm like, well, you know, and you know it's not a shitty beer. You just like, yeah, well. You don't like it, right? You know, and names just say specifically why you don't like that style of beer, why that one didn't, you know, rub you the right way or whatever. But, but just but, going and saying it sucks, it just. But I think know, if you ask most stupid. of them, I think most of them couldn't come up with a legitimate reason why that beer sucks. <laughs> like they right. couldn't come up with an actual definable stance as to why it's because you know, well, it's not my my style. That doesn't mean that beer sucks. It's not your style. It's not your style. You can't put it down. You know, it's not like there's. It's not like it tastes like butter. It's not like you know, full of diacetyl or DMS or something like that, where it's clearly a fault in the beer itself. Yeah, it's now you got me butter. wondering, like, what style that I might dislike. You know, I, I'm trying to. No, it's not one that you know. I just. Oh yeah, that style I, I just don't like. I'm. You know to, what? You know, I, 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 you know, I do have. Um, I'm not a, I'm I'm not huge on smoke beers. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 one can be tough. Yeah, for um, sure. There can you know, be. But but I did. I did. I actually I had one from. Yeah. Uh, actually, I had a, I had a couple. That's not too bad. Um, ESBs. I'm I'm a little bit different on ESBs. You know. But I mean that. I mean, but it. You know. I. But within every style. I've had some that I that I could respect, you know, and and, and actually, by the way, we are drinking. Uh, is this a weed beer, right? It's Isabel. Oh, oh. Isabel. Okay, it's got weed in it. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, it it does. I was, yeah. But 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 no, I I just think that, and this is what I tell a lot of people. Um, you know, you may think you don't like the style, but if you get something within the style that's amazing. It probably will change your mind. Yeah, you know, be, be, because because I, I, I there was there's tons of there's that, that that's how my palate changes to where I'll drink something within a style and I'm like, are, are are you sure I'm drinking this? Are you sure this is the style that I'm drinking? Because I, I love it, you know. So it's, it's so go in go into a beer open minded, you know, and you know, and, and like I said, if, if it's not your style. Just say, hey, that's not my style, you know. But 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 and, and now, if there's something that's really wrong with the beer, you know, then say, hey, you know, this is what's wrong with the beer. But I I think I feel like you have to be able to at least say what you don't like about the beer, you know, instead of saying the beer sucks. Because if you say it in that way, I, I mean, I mean, then you just then you kind of just sound like an idiot, you know what I mean? And and, and I'm not saying anybody's an idiot, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, you are, bro. <laughs> but no, I just, I just feel like you know, it's just. Why did you look straight at me in my eyes recently? <laughs> because Ruben, because no. You know, I think part of that comes from educa- education. You know, um, you know, because there's still a lot of people out there. Like, and we, one of the things we kind of do is, we we have customers that say, "Oh, this beer's too hoppy." You know, well, it might be, it might so much be. How dare they, first of all. <laughs> it may not first be that it's all, too hoppy, but the bitterness. I mean, because there's, there's things that affect the bitterness and how it's perceived on the palate, and everyone's palate's slightly different. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, we, like this beer here is 55 IBUs, which is not huge on any, any scope, but I mean, we have a pale ale that's like 45. And I would say the 45 IBU beer drinks more bitter than Interesting. this. You know, and then we have, like I said earlier, yeah, that's our a great on that we put out in the spring is is twenty seven IBUs, and actually finishes lower than the Belgian Blonde. The Belgian Blonde is thirty IBUs, and so you know we have people that because we do it's all late hop additions in there, so where it's it's uh, a little bit of the isomerization in the whirlpool where that bitterness comes from. It's more of the galaxy coming through and the aroma in the end. That they they perceive it, and, and, and because it smells hoppy like an IPA would, versus just having the malt aroma hit them, they think it's more hoppy than it actually is. Whereas on the palate, it's pretty close. And if you're a uh, a new person to beer, that and you kind of like, don't be afraid to like let the the bartender or the brewer. Like, hey, man, uh, this is a kind of flavor that, you know, I had this kind of beer, you know, do you know what I'm th- – and they'll definitely turn you on to – because one of the things that, that kind of escapes all this, you know, that uh, – it, you know, it's a – is a, a beer f- – beer supposed to be fun, right? <laughs> it's core, cool. like you guys are – 
in a beer funny makes you industry. feel the way you should feel without beer. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's, yeah, so you guys are in an awesome industry. It's supposed to be fun. You know, you feel good. Like, just even now, like, the conversation's just flowing a lot better after a few brewskis, man. <laughs> so, no, but, uh, you know, you take some of the fun out of it when you're overthinking this shit. So, if you like it, if you don't like it, you know, let that guy know and they'll probably replace it or let you do a taster. You know, that's yeah, another yeah. common thing that you can do. Instead of ordering a full pour that you might possibly dump out, just have the bartender say, hey, man, can I just have a little taste of this? I, I usually like this kind of stuff. And the, you, nine times out of ten, that guy's going to go, oh, I, I got you, man. I know what you – because these guys have been serving so many people. They've They've – become to understand so many palates if you can even describe a beer that you like like if you go in there go hey, i really like this blue moon beer or whatever that sounds cheesy but a lot of people you try, you know, you try to get me started ain't you with me get me started now no, but I they'll be able to i i get your palate or you know i i'm just uh american lager they got that too you know or you know i i had you know boulevard's pale ale you know and so i kind of started dabbling a little bit more towards that kind of, they'll hit you with something exactly that's right up your alley so don't feel like you have to know everything, you know, the, under the sun about beer. If if you're kind of intimidated by it, just ask the guy. Let him know some of the beers that you enjoy, and I guarantee you those guys are going to be able to nail your style. They'll take pride in being able to nail your style, matter of fact. So if you tell them you like something, you know, on the tart side, they might be able to direct you towards, you know, somewhere else, maybe. No, I'm kidding or not. Right, 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 right. And also, but, but on, on the on the same, uh, I, I know I talk to you doggone much. I'm sorry. No, you, you, I was trying to beat you. I was watching you. Go ahead. You go no, ahead. go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, but, well, but, I'm, I'm going to be both of you guys. So then, any, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, but no, but at, at the same time, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, in, in order for like some of these newer people that, that are, just interested, you know, in, in craft beer, you know, I, I think in order for us to actually, I guess, get them on our side, you know, I think that we all need to be a Start little a bit cult. more in, inviting. Opposite of that. I'm talking about some old David Perez. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm cold, bro. I'm not with all that extra, okay? Oh, okay, okay go ahead, go ahead. Extra, look it up. Look it up. Extra. Extra, um, but but no, but I, I I think that we need to be a little bit more inviting to, I guess outsiders per se. You know, I don't like to call anybody outsiders, but you know, you know, new I, to craft beer drinkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, I I I have you know, we have bottle shares, and you know, a lot of the people that show up here, uh, show up with Bush Light, a Bud Light. You know, sometimes you know, but it's one of those things where. You know, I'll I'll break out. You know, in hives or King Sue. No, or, <laughs> don't have a button. All of a sudden, I just get a rash up my shoulder. Like, what the hell is that? Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, 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 right. See, see, and that's the thing. Like, you know, they they know one thing: Budweiser and Bud Light. You can't bring that in my home. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, no dis no disrespect to them. You know, it's just, you know, I I, I think that, you know. The um, you know, and for for me, it all started like a couple years ago. They did a a Super Bowl commercial, you know, talking talking bad about a beer that they own, you know. So obviously, so obviously, they know 
they know that as far as you know the craft beer community and and and, and breweries we're coming so y'all so get ready you know but it's it's one of those things to where it it, it that that bothered me so bad to where I'm like don't I, I tell all my friends don't you ever bring don't you ever bring Anheuser Busch in my home you know that's awesome you know man. but but I but I got Bush Light I guess that is Anheuser Busch I didn't know that <laughs> it had but, Bush in the name but for yeah, some reason yeah, yeah, I just yeah, but for some reason I didn't correlate it man I messed Bush. up I'm gonna I'm throw it out tonight I'm gonna I'm throw well, I'm, I'm, uh, I might check them I might check them okay. but, but 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 no but I mean I I, I take it. I take it very seriously because, you know, because I have a lot of friends that are that are that are in this community, and if you know, if and I, I'm a part of this community, so if you're gonna bash us, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna support you. I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna do anything that involves you because I feel like, you know, you attack. They attacked us, you know, and and I, I think that that. Uh, you know, I, I mean, maybe maybe it was just me. Maybe I was the one that just took it personal, but I did because, you know, it, it's it's uh, you know, I mean, it's it's like yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you guys, y- y'all got a big market, and I get it, but it's but, you know, so so why do you, so why do you like feel like blow. you have to attack us? You know, yeah, it felt like a low blow. Yeah, that's what yeah. I remember watching it and being like, what did that just? And I remember looking around the room and all our friends know we own a brewery, and everyone's like crickets in the room and I'm like did that just happen you can, you can have your peach pumpkin ale I'm like you should take that as uh yeah right total compliment though that's what well that's what i told my friends i go well, obviously right. right right you don't acknowledge somebody that's not a threat, i was like you know? obviously they they know where the trend is going and they're trying to discourage their loyal drinkers from trying jumping on that bandwagon but yeah so that's kind of like at the end of the day i was like you know what i'm just going to take it as a compliment that they realize that that we are a threat. Oh, it's fine. a huge threat, and, and it's crazy because you know when it when it really becomes apparent to me is when um, I'm at uh, like uh, tailgating at a Royals game, and we'll be having like a bottle share, and I'll be like, oh my god, look at all these craft beer people! I mean, this is amazing. Like, like we're just killing it here. Look at this table full of, and then you'll look around you, and it's like the vast majority. Of people there are drinking a, uh, you know, um, a very popular, you know, lo- American style lager, you know, that's like, you know, fifteen ninety nine a case or whatever. That's the vast majority of beer. But to me, that's exciting. I think like that's that's awesome, man, because. You know, we were all there at one point. Well, I, not every. I can't speak for every. I was definitely there. I uh, my Us first too. beer was a yeah, Budweiser. It was my first framing of what I, you know, I still kind of, you know, uh, frame all beer around those initial experiences with these, you know, early styles of American style log or whatever. So, but um, I think it's exciting the possibilities of all these people as potential customers to the craft beer. And, and I just get excited. I'm like, one way we're not going to convert people though is like being super snobby and you know, <laughs> just right. hitting them right. with all the science right. shit right off the bat you know right. what i mean and that's what i was gonna say too is if you're supposed to be um, fun that's what i'm yeah yeah, yeah yeah and, and and that's what i was gonna say too you know I'm never gonna get you know you know and and and, and this this is what i've done and my and my wife she's i know i talk too much my wife's always like you talk too much <laughs> wrap it up well it's the first up. time you've been on on a podcast man yeah. we, we still got 10 minutes we got yeah. 10 minutes yeah um 
Um, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this and I'm going to be done. But, but, <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's my show, damn it. It's my show. No, I'm no, 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 no. You definitely need your own show for sure, bro. Nah. For but, sure. But, 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 no, but, but what I say is to those people that, that you see that's, you know, that, that's drinking the other, you know, the, the, the beers that we may not drink, you know, you know, always have something in your cooler that's craft beer, but approachable and, and always don't hesitate to walk up to a random stranger and ask them if they tried it and say, Hey, here you go, you know, try it, you know, but, but make sure it's approachable because, you know, that's, that's something that can get people. Like a barrel aged sour, just boom. I, I mean, I mean, I'm, 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 barrel aged smoke sour. If, if you got, if you got that, you got that. Bring that bull to my house, okay? Because I drink the hell out of it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Sorry, uh, I'm gonna give Missy the mic, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet for a while. Well, that's a great point, though. It is, man. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of where I was gonna go too. Is just that um, where we're located too. We get a lot of new to craft beer drinkers, which is awesome. And I, it's probably for me one of the most fun aspects of the brewery right now is just seeing new people come in and they will come up to us and, and they seem like we try really hard to make our beer. I mean, our brewery very approachable. Like we want them to feel comfortable as soon as they walk in. We don't want them to feel intimidated. We don't want them to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never been in a craft brewery before. Um, and you can kind of tell cause they'll kind of walk in and they'll stand to the back and I make my staff. I'm like, whenever you see someone pull back, Come on up here. Have you ever been to Have you been to Red Crow before? No. Have you ever drank craft beer before? No. Okay. Well, let's get started. So then they'll put out the menu, and we, you know, what what do you normally drink? And then they all do the, you know, course like the under their breath, like they don't want to say it. I'm like, it's fine. We all start somewhere. Like we all start somewhere. Like, okay, but this, you know, then we say, okay, these are the two lightest beers we have right now, or this, maybe we have if Loretta's up, it's a lager. Let's try that. Um. And go from there. And sometimes it's good because they have no base besides that. And sometimes they just drink it because that's all they've ever been offered. And I'll have people who they'll be like, I'm not trying Elaine. Like, I don't want the dark one. Just take that one off. I don't even want to. I'm like, <laughs> dude, try it. It's I, a common misconception. Yeah. I know. I'm like, do not. I'm always like, do not judge her. <laughs> like, try it. Just try I'm it. Judge her by her color. <laughs> I'm like, just try it. Just try it and I like see. It. I like it. Right? <laughs> right? I'm like, try it. Because I, I always tell people, people are so surprised by Elaine. Like, they will drink and they'll be like, oh, my gosh. This is so smooth. And I'm like, and a lot of times, some of the new to craft beer drinkers, they'll end up with Elaine or um, Louise, like the IPA. Because they'll be like, because I, I don't know why, because they'll be like, it tastes like grapefruit. It just tastes like grapefruit. And I'm like, I am really glad you're pulling that grapefruit out of there. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but I'm glad you do. And that's the thing about, they come in not knowing really the stereotypes of the beers. So they're not, they don't, I'm, I always tell them this one might be a little more hoppy, bitter. And then they're like, what's that? And I'm like, you know, like the bitey taste yeah. you know that you're not used to in the beers that you would drink normally and this one's going to be a little more like isabelle's the belgian blonde so to them it's a little more spicy um and then i always have to say like dawn is the wheat i'm like it's not comparable to boulevard because it's just they're different styles so even if you drink a wheat normally you may not like ours you you just might not um and it's fun i love educating people about beer i think i and my staff do too it's a fun part of the job and it's fun to see when someone like is super like the people who end up going with Elaine and they're like, I'm drinking a dark beer. I had a lady one time and she was like, can you take a picture of me <laughs> drinking this beer? I'm going to send it to all my friends because she was so <laughs> excited that she was drinking this dark beer because she never really, she's like, I really don't drink beer at all. 
she's like, I'm normally, a, I'm a wine drinker. And I was like, so awesome. Like, and you, you would have probably never tried it had you not been here. And we, and we did the thing, like you said, we just pulled a couple samples. I'm like, try these, try these. And we do that. We do that. We pull a couple samples, try this. Nope. Okay. We're going to keep going until we find you something you like. And then there's times where I'm like, if we don't have anything on tap, you like right now, come back. Cause we are always putting new stuff on tap. And, and usually because it was a good experience, they are willing to come back and try something new. And that's what, that's what I love about craft beer is, and I agree with Woody too. I want to make sure it's approachable as when I, I was, when we started this, I did not drink craft beer. I drank light, 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 light beer, water. And so when he was pulling out like Isabel's and this stuff and I'm drinking, I'm like, no way am I drinking that stuff. Um, but it's funny because I started with Isabel, then I moved, then I went to pale ales and then now like, I did. And then I, so now I like, I like, I'll drink lighter beers in the summer just because I can't handle the heat. Um, but, uh, then, uh, um, the rest of the year, I like dark beers, porters, stouts. I mean, I, that's what I love. And I think it's, for me, it's only been a f- maybe four or five years. Um, but it only could, took me a couple years to get to the dark beers. And then I was like, that's where I, that's what I like. And that's, I just think it's fun. I like to see the progression and I like to see how people jump around. Like you'll have your style that everyone has their style that they really lean towards, you know, that they like the m- most, but they like, like, I like a lot of different beers. I drink a lot of different styles. IPA is not my thing, but I will try every single one Chris gives me to try. I think you were touching on that earlier. Like every time he I'll gives, try every one IPA that you have. <laughs> every, <laughs> you, want, you need he, a tester man. He, IPAs are his thing. So every time he goes to the store, that's what he buys. It's like an IPA, an IPA. And he'll be like, try this one, try this one. And I'm yeah. like, is it IPA? And he's like, yes. I'm like, okay. There's so many cool IPAs coming out too. So See, and that's the thing. See, 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 and that's the, see, see, and that's, see, and that's the funny thing. You know, I actually... I actually started drinking dark beer on a twenty dollar bet. So, yeah, that's a that's a common, you know, and, and you know, you guys could elaborate on that. You know how people associate the color with with a certain flavor, which yeah. you know you can't really. Yeah, because you, know, you could have a really strong, abrasive, clear, you know, looking beer on a really sweet, soft, dark beer. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, yeah, it's just a common misconception that people have to associate the color with what it's going to actually taste like. I mean, it does right, make right. think people, oh, it's going to be a real strong, okay. you know, like it's so you can't even see through it. And then it's like this soft, like, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause see, because that's, that's the thing. It was like, I, and, and I, I, I got to give a shout out to him just because, you know, he he is like, you know, the reason why I drink like, crazy barrel aged stouts my my friend uh frank benavidez we were at work and he actually was like Hispanic, you know panic turn you on the barrel aged stouts he sure did he he sure did wow yeah yeah he sure did yeah you know and 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 he was you know the, him and another guy they were sitting there and they were talking about you know talking about what they drink and i was like man they look man don't nobody want to drink all that bull and i told him i said hey look if you could find a dark beer that i like i'll give you twenty dollars and he was like well what do i lose i'm like nothing if if you know if if you don't you don't lose anything he's like oh i'll take that bet so he gave me a list of five beers i can't really remember all five of the beers you know, so so actually, it was like me and 
There oh, so you had to actually buy the beers and test them? And yeah, because he's cheap as hell. I'm not going to lie. he's cheap as no, hell. No, but I was trying to yeah, do that's, the That's how he ends up on the, on, the, on the plus side. Yeah, not yeah. Not buy the beer. Yeah. He would have bought five yeah. beers. He'd have yeah. been out of money. Here's the list. Right. You right. try them at your own discretion and right. time and money. Right. Right. So, so, um, so I had about five of my friends over, and, and we had this list, and we went through this whole list, and I was like, Oh, these beers is terrible, <laughs> you know. And, and and then there was another one of my friends, my a good friend of mine, Jeff. I'm like, man, what are you drinking? He's like, uh, uh, I'm drinking Bully Porter. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, uh, let me try it. And I drank it. I'm like, that's pretty damn good, you know. And 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 after since then, like, I'm just I'm doomed, you know, like. Like I said, barrel aged stouts and, and all that stuff, you know. So so it just, yeah. I mean, what it takes is it takes a beer in a moment to change your mind about you know about a dark about dark beers, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're getting close to. I tell you, it blows by, man. We got we're already up on an hour right here. But I wanted to finish off uh, on a couple of things. You and and your festival, man. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Give us your best pitch on to why it's yeah. going to be an awesome. Because I know it is, man. That it's it's yeah. going to be a good ass time. For me, I just I just have that feeling that it's just going to be one of those things that if you don't go, you're going to hear about it and wish you were there. Yeah. But you definitely have the opportunity now to lock that in, and so let us know what's what's up with the festival, man. Yeah, man. We you know it, I'm I'm like I said I'm 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 just excited to give everybody, you know, what's been in my head for a very long time and to be able to have, you know, you know, you know, them right by my side, you know, August 26th, you know, from two to six, it's at, it's at the De Leon. And like, like I said, I mean, really, you don't even need the beer. Just walk in the De Leon and see how beautiful that place is, you know, because it is tremendous. It's beautiful. I mean, it, I mean, it's, there's, I, when I walk into that place, I'm like, I have never seen anything like it. That's you know, awesome, man. And, and 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 actually, you know, the people that own the place, great, you know, great friends of mine, and 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 they they welcome all of us, and they want all of us to come. And like I said, you know, throw in the hip hop, and like I said, throw in uh, you know, Red Crow, Crane, and a lot of these, and a lot of these wonderful home brewers, and 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 also, you know, I, I mean, some of the proceeds. It's going to go to Little Warrior Princesses. And please, you know, please believe, I mean, you know, just hearing people talk about, you know, what they do for the babies, you know, in the NICU, it, it, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I almost broke down in tears. It took me everything not to, you know, I mean, just, just to know what they do for those people, you know, that are going through a tough time, having to drive back and forth to go see their kids, you know, you know, in the NICU, it's, it's uh it, it's amazing i mean it, it literally like when i heard about it i'm like i'm in i'm moved you know and like i said i'm just i'm I'm just excited to be able to you know spend a time with everybody and just you know and 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 you know just be ready to come and enjoy yourself and drink everybody's great beer you know because that's i mean that's ultimately what i love to do i love to drink everybody's great beer but come to hip hop's array enjoy yourself and and just just you know like like people in hip hop say just kick it, you know. That's a great. Hey, if that didn't convince you to join us, man, I don't know what will. And I think I might I mean, I lead off the podcast school, you know with that. Saying, but you can't see it on the podcast, you know. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's gonna be excellent. And, uh, any 
final thoughts from Chris on some Red Crow business. What, what do you guys? What cool stuff do you guys got coming up, or do you, any special events or cool things that you guys got going on at the brewery? You'd have to ask Missy about the special events, but we are uh, we're almost at the full steam. It seems like as soon as I say that, I'm going to get kicked in the junk and something's going to happen and we're going to fall back behind again. But by next week, we should be full up. We'll actually have seven beers on tap next week. Um, by the end of the month, um, end of August, we should have eight beers, so, so long as some of these other ones last. Uh, that'll be a, a record for us. Um, yes. Uh, so, yeah, we're finally getting uh, kind of in our groove and getting, like, the little the kinks worked out after – Two years of, yeah, knock on wood, after working out kinks for 21 months. Uh, we do have our two-year anniversary coming in October. Um, I don't know. We need to start planning on that. Um, I've, I've been so focused on Hip Hop's Hooray, and I'm going to be working my my fingers to the bone to get two new beers out. I figure Salt and Peppa nice. would be good names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. That sounds yes, awesome, man. I love it, I love it. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have to trademark, but <laughs> um, so other than that, just you know, just kind of keep at it and make sure that you know we keep doing the best we can. And as far as like regular events and stuff, I'll talk to Misty. No, nope, we're good. We're good. All right. Yeah, I don't know how much time we have left. Oh no, no, and it doesn't have to be exact. I just I'll keep them around an hour. I always go like ten, fifteen minutes overall. Uh, time, so. Our cornhole league starts next Wednesday, and we still have spots open for that. And um, other than that, we don't have. Most of our big events will come up. We have a a back to school night, which basically is just for the parents to celebrate the kids going back to school. Sweet, what a great idea! Man. Well, I that. I'm like, I know what it's like to have to have a daughter in school. You know, you got yeah. little boys, and you're like, hey, play. I need you to back up off of my daughter. Okay, I know you gave. I know you just gave her a picture, but you went too doggone much. So that's yeah, awesome. So, uh, that and then oh, Ruben, you got all girls too. Yeah, I got three girls. Oh, man, man, we have three girls that's, too. That's that's why you that's why you working out. God hates us. That's that's why you working out all the time. I get it now. Dude, I like, try to yeah, I try to be as tim- intimidating as possible for as long as possible. Yeah. At some point, it, it'll just wear off. But I'll just tattoo myself. Maybe I'll get a face tattoo like Tyson. Or <laughs> I, was to say, I was about to say like Mike Tyson. You know, yeah, <laughs> like fifth grade or something, just push a fifth grader down. <laughs> Oh my lord! His dad's crazy. <laughs> yeah, her dad's crazy. No, my daughter's in first grade. I'm finna go push somebody right now. <laughs> hey, do you remember that uh, the the bad boys scene? You know, we got to do that. We was just talking about that. <laughs> we, was, we was just, and I got some friends that, we, that they talked about. It. They like, hey, look, we getting ready. We going over there, and you know, you know, on the first day, I love your daughter. Scene. They're like, they're like, it's gonna be it's like eight of us. They gonna be over here, and and I, and they'll be like, but I ain't got a gun. They'd be like, uh, you don't need one. We got something. Like I'm the only one without a gun, <laughs> you know. But but they don't need no. We got something. Right, right. But they're like, hey, look, it's getting ready to when when, when that boy show up. That first one is running off. Okay. Have you guys seen that movie? That Bad Boys when uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence uh, yeah. go to the... Yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. Oh, we got to well, post that. We'll post that. With how old are you? <laughs> well, we got... At, uh, my, my oldest is getting ready to go into junior high. 
and or middle school, whatever they, whatever they call it now. <laughs> Somewhere in there. But they, <laughs> like in, in elementary school, the elementary school that all three of them went to, they had this program called Watchdogs, where like the dads come and like kind of hang out for a day and stuff. And I told her, I was like, you need to behave. She's like, why? Because I will start the first watchdog at junior high, and then there's gonna be, I'll be the first watchdog at the high school, just rolling around when you're 16, trying to, you know. You know, get some, get a phone number from a boy or something. I'll walk over and kind of be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" You know, there's a lawyer in the hall. The first watch see, dog. See, see, Chris, Chris, Chris is serious. Okay, Chris, 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 Chris will keep it real. Chris will, Chris will show up with a cape and a mask on somebody. You know, all, like all those, I can see. It. Oh no, no, I want to know who it was. I was like, see this face. All those see this organized, face. Just a cape. And yeah. then he's got all these organization skills now from opening the, you know, dudes will be in uniform and stuff. Yeah, you know, right. You know? yeah, yeah, but he might even have me uniform and going somewhere. I'm like, I don't even know where we going, but yeah. you said we need to do something, so I'm just going to roll with you, you know? Uh, but, but before, before anything, before we leave anything, man, Reuben, I just want to say, you know, what, what you do for our community, man, is awesome, man. It's awesome. And I, and, and you know what? I, I, I've always wanted to, you know, uh, publicly, you know, just say thank you for what you do because it, it's it's unlike anybody, and and you know, you know, your love for for craft beer and your passion for craft beer, man, is is awesome, and that's why I always tune in and I always tell everybody to tune in, man, because it's it's great, man. No, no matter who's on there, you know, you you find a way to make it great, man, and that's awesome, man. So thank you for for what you do. And right now we got Woody. That's that's a great way to end on a compliment to me. So I'm just going to end it right there, bro. Right on. Thank you guys, man. I appreciate it, man. We're out.